0: gentlemen welcome back to the tanya joy show we are so happy to see you for those of you that are listening thank you so much for listening we are right around the corner from christmas So please stay tuned because I am going to try very hard to do a very short Christmas show at some point in here. We've got lots going on as I'm sure you and your family do. But I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for watching, for sharing, for commenting, for being part of this journey for the last couple of years. This is way out in left field, nothing I ever thought I would be doing and I would not be able to do it and I would not need to do it if it was not for you, the viewer. So I just want to thank you again from the bottom of my heart. All right. You are going to love this show today. As you know, I love all things entertainment. We do lots of shows here with different actors and actresses, and we've had directors and writers and musicians, and um, for those of you that remember, we had Victoria Jackson on a couple of, maybe like a month ago, I think, at this point. And I had the opportunity to meet these two wonderful women who are voice actors. And if you don't know what a voice actor is, you are going to love every minute of this, because it's a whole different kind of person. It's wonderful. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I am so excited that I get to have these two unbelievable women on the show today. One of them was the original voice of Barbie, like in toys and when you would hear her and and we'll get to hear more about that. The other has been heard on Muppet Babies, Tom and Jerry, and both of them are very well known for the hit show Adventures in Odyssey and many other animated features. So you're not going to want to miss one moment of today's show. Today is Wednesday, December 20th. I'm Tanya Joy, and this is The Tanya Joy Show.
1: Okay, well, we weren't
0: shocked. Uh, welcome back to the show as well. I'm so excited to have you both on the show, and I know we had such good uh, feedback of reception. General Flynn, what jo- an honor! Joshua, Joshua tracked me down in a big tent
2: of about four thousand people. Are you? I am doing so great. Hello, everybody. Thank God, I am wonderfully great.
0: Hello. Thank you very
1: much.
3: <laughs> because. What is prayer? I'm
1: just doing, you know what I mean? And it- I'm thrilled to be here with the two of you. Too. It's like, And that's who these crazies, these evil ones.
2: It is. You say it right. Tough. Good job. Perfect.
0: They right. are the Gibson sisters. We are so excited to have them on with us on Resistance Chicks Good morning. Good morning. It's time to run. These people that get higher up. How? Sometimes I've thought. Oh, these are glory days and not gloomy days. Like I love that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it, it, it kind of works. What's work? awesome about the tour is people like you. Good. Yes. Love the applause. That's cool. There we go. Thank Hi, Joy. Everybody, welcome. We are so excited. Are you ready to get the show on the road? Let's go. All right, welcome back, everybody. So my guests today, I'm going to give you their bio, and we've had to cut it down because their bios are extraordinary. We have Katie Lee. She is a multifaceted voiceover veteran. She is the beloved Connie Kendall in the world's longest-running international radio drama adventures in Odyssey. Other roles that she has played include Baby Rolf in the Emmy Award-winning Jim Henson's Muppet Babies cartoon. Who remembers that? I remember. I Honker, Muddlefoot. Now, I may say some of these not correctly. We'll figure that out. In Darkwing Duck, Sheila the the Thief in Dungeons & Dragons, Richie, In Richie Rich, Sunny Gummy of Disney's Adventures of the Gummy Bears, Alex in Totally Spies, and Young Han Solo for the Lego Star Wars Padawan Menace, along with many others, she has decades of experience in every genre of voiceover, creating voice analogies for toys, games, apps, ads, and e-learning. Katie specializes in kids and character voices, and wait to hear her voice—you guys are going to love this. And then we have Chris Anthony, and Chris's remarkable vocal talent and her warm, humorous. Personality has for over three decades won the trust, love, and respect of everyone she has worked with in the voiceover industry. Besides a lengthy list of TV, radio, animation, and video game credits, she also enjoyed the long and treasured relationships with many toy manufacturers. Topping the list was Chris's decade long relationship with Mattel Toys, where she earned the title of longest running voice of Barbie. Chris was the voice of more than 100 talking Barbie dolls toys, and video games. Her most recent credits include Trolls, Kippo, and the Age of Wonder Beasts, and the animated film Ella Bella Bingo. Her voice can also be heard in the video game Fallout 76 as Motherlode, Robo Brain Boss, Quinn Carter, and Dr. Bethy Mangano. And for the past 33 years, 33 years, you guys, Chris has also been the host of the hugely popular children's radio drama entitled Adventures in Odyssey, which airs weekly on over 2,000 radio stations. So I am going to bring these
2: two fabulous people into the studio. Hello and welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Thank you. I feel so welcome. And like a very different kind of person, as you described us. By the way, Chris has been doing that for 36 years.
0: 36. You sent me that and I forgot to update it. Thank you. She just wants right. people
2: to think she's younger than she is. But I think that's remarkable. Well, that went out the window.
1: You know, Now they know.
2: <laughs> I outed you. Oh, you guys are awesome. Well,
0: I was so blessed to get to meet you and work with you. Like, I mean, seriously, you guys, like, I'm like just, you know, a baby. Like, and I just got my first thing. And then I get there and I get to, like, go in these rooms. And I'm like, wait, what? And all of a sudden, everyone's, like, trying to take pictures. And I'm like, I called home. I'm like, I can't believe I was in the studio with these two, like, famous (laughs) people. Your first
2: thing was a radio drama, a, a dramatized audio for Moses. Audio drama. Yeah, for Moses. Yeah. But to get to meet you
0: both, I mean, it literally opened up my eyes to this world that I really didn't know existed. You know, it's it's different than film acting. It's different than stage acting. But the voices and the talent that you guys have, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like the most fun thing I've ever done. So I want you both to take turns and give a little bit of your backstory. How did you get into this? And did you always want to do this? Like, you know, whatever you want to share.
2: So whoever wants to go first. My first, I I understand that one of my first Christmas gifts was a chatty Kathy. And before I changed my name to Katie, it was Kathy. So I think my parents must have planted that seed in me way back when, uh, because nothing has stopped me from talking ever since. Um, I was a good student who talked too much and, honestly it wasn't until i graduated high school that anybody said anything that i took seriously that i sounded a little different so um a little younger than i was you know people would make comments all the time but i just didn't pay any attention i didn't know what they were talking about and finally hit me and uh and uh so i thought i'd try to pursue voice acting i I wasn't an actress I wasn't, uh, I was a key punch operator. I thought I didn't know what I wanted to do in life. Maybe be a linguistics person. And uh, turned out it was the right thing for me to do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was. Okay. And Chris, how about you?
1: First of all, thank you, Tanya. And that is that person right there that just said all that is amazing. She's not just my fellow act acting partner. But she is my, one of my BFFs. So... We're,
2: we're TBFFs, Texting yes. Best Friends. Oh, I love it. <laughs>
1: uh, yes, we've known each other a long time, but it's, it, you know, just the sweetest person on the planet. Um, I originally started out as an on-camera actress. I was um, in school, high school. Um, I was in all the silly plays. And um, I remember in the pep the pep rallies before the games they'd always have me come out and do some crazy character to get people excited about the football game. I would come out in wigs and and all kinds of crazy outfits and do cheers and, you know, I I look back... Ask Chris, she'll do it. I'd black out a front tooth and I'd be doing stuff. And I I look back and I think, they must have thought I had a screw loose somewhere, but they were right. And so I went I went into, um, eventually I went into acting, um... I got an agent, Nancy Washburn, in San Diego, and she was the best. She sat behind a big desk, looked at this little girl sitting there thinking I could just do anything. And I said, you know, Miss Washburn, I want to be an actress. And (laughs) she just looks at me and goes, well, what can you do, honey, (laughs) as agent sorry. And she just, I remember thinking, I can do impressions and voices and blah, 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 blah. She says, well, okay, so she sent me out. This is in the 80s. She sent me out on my first commercial audition. Uh, it was on camera. And she told me, okay, this is your you know, your chance to be an on-camera a- actress. And um, <clears throat> she said, I want you to dress up like a man for this commercial. I went, what? She's just dress up like a man, put a man's hat on, put on gloves, and don't let anybody know that you're going to be a woman in it because the whole thing in the commercial is at the end – This woman takes off her hat or you're dressed like a man. You take off your hat and you are, you're dressed like a man, but you're going to be a woman. It was for a lawnmower. Oh my god! So, so I'm riding around on this sit down lawnmower and, and all of a sudden I'm supposed to take off my hat and my hair tumbles out and I'm a, I'm a woman and I can drive this lawnmower too. It was a hot day. My hair stuck up in my hat. It was a wreck. I came back, I go, Nancy, that was terrible. Don't ever send me on another commercial audition. And
2: I booked it. <laughs> wow. I never heard the part that you booked it.
1: yeah, <laughs> oh, I booked it all right. Only they changed the commercial a little bit. They made it more comedic. <laughs> Anyways, from that point, I just kept on keeping on. And um, I realized, as Katie will say, when you do voice acting, you're so free to do characters. You don't have to be anything about what you look like. You don't have to be blonde, brunette, tall, skinny, whatever. You're it's it's just limitless. So I got the taste of uh doing voiceover and I went, I don't have to work so hard at just trying to glam up and be all these other <laughs> people. And so to make a long story longer, I just I kept on that road. I kept on that road of voice voice acting and that I just I haven't looked back. back, So
0: that was the thing that was the most fascinating to me was to watch you guys work and the other voice actors and to see, because it is so different to be able to just be free to create these characters and these, okay, you want somebody younger or older. Okay. You know, versus when you're on film or you're on TV and it's like trying to bring as much natural, as much, of who you are into the person and making that person come to, you know, you can't be totally crazy or silly. And I love the crazy and silly. And that was the most seriously, that was the thing that when I watched you guys and got to hang out with you both, I thought this is way more fun. I mean, I hate to say that, but it is, there's a level of it. That is so much. It's like playing. It's like being a kid all the
2: time. Which well, maybe maybe you found your tribe like we did. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Okay, so you both so you Katie, you did not have any acting background, but you got into this. Chris, you did. Did, I did you I, I did do some improvisational training? I had that just because I thought it would be fun. Not yeah. because I thought I would be an actor. But that really helped.
0: That is so awesome. And then when you started getting into creating voices. I mean, what was that like to, to, and Chris, we're definitely going to talk about Barbie just because, you know, we're going to go there. Um, But what was that like to be able to just go, how many different things can I create? Like, what was the process in your mind? That's what I would think. Like how many, that that's what I've done since I met you both. Literally, I walk through the week and I'm like, oh, what (laughs) other kind of character can I create? What kind of can I do? Let's try. You know, it's always now I'm feeling like I'm playing. So how did
2: you both start that? I'm, I'm going to say, because when, when I coach people, I always say these are our most important voiceover tools. It's our ears. Because I think when you have a love for things that are auditory, you just pick up stuff. Like when I was a kid, you know, I'd copy voices on cartoons or laugh in i thought i i thought i was an impressionist too chris i really don't think i was but you know and that's a great thing in voiceover because you you pick up characters that you see on tv or whatever but then when they come out of your mouth you make them your own. So I might think I sound like Lily Tomlin, which, you know, but no one's going to, oh, that's a dead on Lily. No, but the, <laughs> I, you know, I get an idea to do a character like her character. So when I was fortunate, you know, I was in the right place at the right time and surrounded by the voices of my childhood and watched them and copied them and you know learn from them and you know and and if you're lucky to book a job you have a director who kind of gives you ideas but i think you know you just i think it's your ears if you can hear it and copy it or create it from what you've heard that's the biggest part of it i don't does that make sense mhm mhm
1: Oh, he was well said.
2: You know, That's- if you hear an accent, you just kind of copy it and you do it. And then you, you know, and then you, and then it depends on who you are because when, you know, you, you get a piece of copy and I'll, t- which we call our scripts, is copy. Mm-hmm. You get a piece and I tell people, look, it doesn't matter what the words are. It matters who you are, how you're going to say those lines. That's right. Do you see what I'm talking
1: about? She's, She's a, a great. Coach. She's a great. If you're trying to get into voice acting or you're in it, trust me, this this person knows what they're talking about. She you're amazing. Well, Kate.
2: Maybe just, in animation. I'm not I wouldn't say I'm the best for commercial coaching. Blah blah blah. You're so good. Anyway. Well, I, I, I do
1: think about if um most of my characters that I've um put into my big bag of tricks, I have like this big old bag of people. Um it's people I've met in my life and I think on your journey in life you're meeting people that have great unusual voices you get an aunt that talks a little different or you got this neighbor or people you you meet along the way what I've done is I listen to them and I think oh that's so good I'm going to and I kind of take it and I put it in my bag and I and I I keep them with me so that um I, I use these different people and they become a little part of me too. So I put me in with them and mix them up a little bit. And um I, I do think about Katie knows this one character that I still do from from 40 years ago named Stella Della Rose. I was in Atlanta, Georgia, and this lady I met, Stella Della Rose, came up to me. And she had like a little missing tooth and she had on these overalls and she had on this cowboy hat and these long braids. And when she talked, she talked like this. (laughs) I'm talking to her and she's she's talking to me and she's telling me about everything. And And I'm looking at her going, I just memorized her. And I thought, this was such a great character that I took that character from all those years ago and I kept her. And so that when I do a part that calls for something like that, I pull out Stella Della Rose, and I think about how she talked, and, and I just, I kept her. And so when you're on your journey of looking for characters, look at people around you, play with kids on the floor, watch how they interact with each other, how they talk, how they do things. And it's just, it's life's journey. It's got, it's got the best characters.
2: I think I think you don't always realize. I mean, if you're a, astute and you're paying attention, they're there. And then when you see an audition, because we don't create these things out of you know nothing, we'll have something that. Oh, that reminds me of so Oh, maybe what if they sounded like this and you know it's all stuff that we've accumulated don't ask us what we did yesterday or what we ate but you know other stuff is taking up space in our brains right and then well okay well well, let's see let's see what what if i did Stella Della but uh but what if she had a lift and she talked (laughs) like this you know, then maybe I could, you know, I'm, oh, I like Chris's character, but I'm going to turn, you know, see what I could do different. It's like cooking. Do a little yes. voice for them. I love her boy voice. She does oh. 20,000 boy voices. But when she does a boy, I go, is
1: she a girl? She really is a boy. No, just do one little boy yeah. voice. Don't what age them.
2: do you want them to be?
1: It's just you.
2: How old? How about 10? Yeah, 10, 10, years okay. 10 years old? Okay. I could be 10 years old. Because I'm going to play t-ball. So good at- <laughs> but if I was a little bit younger, it was probably, you know, maybe I could play g ball too, but I'm afraid I'm going to get hit by the ball.
1: <laughs> she sloppies it up a little bit. It's, it's a,
2: so it's fascinating. fascinating. Like, literally, like, for those
0: of you that are watching, or if you're listening, you're going to be like, what am I listening to? But if you're watching and you can see this. Like, this is so this is what I was so fascinated by when I got to work with you both and watch you, because I think as humans and as we get older, we get that thing where we go, okay, now we have to grow up and now, you know, everything has to go in a box. and, And like this eliminates
2: all of that. This is like I'm not grown up, you know. And- you should have heard Chris. We did a Christmas carol at church. You actually could see it if you go to, I'm, I'm afraid to, look I hate to watch myself. I don't like to be on camera, but we did a Christmas carol radio play at church. So King of Kings community, Los Angeles or KKCLA, KKC. Los Angeles. i don't know anyone anyway, on facebook they recorded it but chris was so good she was mrs Cr- and she's good with costumes because she's an on-camera person too so she played mrs cratchit and you played another one too uh the and- ghost man. oh the ghost yeah what? she was a ghost of christmas present and present. she passed past 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 you were the past See, I don't know, but I remember it. it was, and and oh gosh, she was so good. Because part of it also, yeah. isn't it's it's not just being the um, the voice, but if you want to get into voiceover, you have to be a good cold reader. Yes, yeah, and that's the sure. other part of it. I mean, there's yeah, various things. so many like, layers.
0: It's like every it's like every art. I mean, there's there's layers to the work, and there's layers, but it but this is a whole world that just.
2: It's, it is very playful. It's fun. like, but but this is your toy box. Yes, you carry it with you, and, and you have to be fearless. You
1: can't worry about what your face is doing. Right, things you just take off the, and you just go for it. And then when it feels like it's over the top, it's not enough. It's never
2: enough.
1: <laughs> Katie will tell you too. It's like improvising. Katie, right? You have to be a good improviser. There's so many scripts that just. They want you to be just a little bit more than that one line sometimes. And you have to be able to improvise. And yeah. that's sometimes how you'll book by being good at that.
2: If it's know. not fun, I don't think anybody should do it because it would be exactly. way too stressful because you have to be having fun no matter what. And I was telling Chris, the people who came to do our play were friends. I asked, would you come? They weren't necessarily people who belonged to our church, and they just wanted to do it like you can't stop us if i if i was at lunch and said hey here's a script guys want to read it okay. we'd <laughs> all probably do it yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> she gathers people together all the time she she just she's like a little moth to a flame it's like everybody gets she gathers people puts it together orchestrates it and before you know it you're going this is great how did you do and she just she knows how to connect people
0: yeah she connects people I love it. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. We're going to take a quick commercial break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about Barbie. And I want you to, to tell us, I'll give you this. You can think about it. Like your favorite, what's been your favorite characters or character that you've done. So hang tight, hang tight. Everybody we will be right back. Oops. I cut Chris off. She was still, we're going to get back to that. Don't lose the thought, Chris. Um, y'all thank you so much for watching. Isn't this fun? We're going to get into more of this and more of their voices. Um, we're going to take a quick break. As you know, our affiliates and the sponsors that we work with, that's what helps fund the show. This is all free. We don't charge you for this content. Um, and so if you support our affiliates, you're so helping to support the show and I'm so grateful. So hang tight, enjoy these affiliates uh, commercials, and we will be right back
1: government-induced inflation taxes rising interest rates political
3: instability all of these can have a crushing effect on our investments
1: often causing the stock market to go down but they can also cause gold and silver to go up hi this is dr kirk elliott buy gold buy
2: silver buy now but buyer beware
3: Call 720-605-3900
1: or visit KirkElliottPhD.com.
2: Hey friends, you already know the answer to this, but we'll ask you anyway. If you stay away from your favorite junk food for a month and then go back to supersizing it, will your health improve?
0: Well, that's the thing about change. To change, we have to be as consistent as possible.
2: And when we go back to an old habit, it's not the end of the world. We just get back at the new habit.
3: Before you know it, real transformation is evident to you and others.
2: That's why we offer a bunch of helpful bonuses when you subscribe to Kingdom Fuel.
0: Kingdom Fuel is our complete nutritional meal shake.
2: It's the simple start to a
1: transformed life, and we'll auto-ship every month so you don't run out.
0: You'll receive two free shaker cups, free access to our video courses, and a monthly call with us filled with practical inspiration.
2: Just see the link below or on your screen and subscribe today.
3: Good morning, everybody. Coffee Talk with Esther here. I wanna talk to you about something fantastic. These sprays, oh my gosh, you have to check them out. They're called Verve Spray Vitamins. And if you wake up and you don't feel well, you take one of these guys and you do eight squirts and you will be back to normal in less than 24 hours. It's pretty crazy. They have one for skinny if you want to lose weight. It's vitamin B5. Again, five squirts. I'm going to show you how easy. You open it like this. How easy is that? They taste great. There's nothing bad in them. You guys have to check these out and you can get a discount with our code B4A or Tanya Joy. They've got them in all sorts. They've got your daily vitamins. They've got the skinny. They even have a melatonin one that will help put you to sleep. Check them out now. You are going to love them.
0: All right, welcome back everybody. I just love our affiliates. I love those Verve spray vitamins. I seriously carry them. I should have gone and gotten one. They're about the size of my lip gloss and you can spray them in your mouth It's your vitamins, take them with you. I keep them in my purse all the time. My favorite is energy, the one that's energy. I will just tell you, I use it all day long and it really makes a difference. Okay, just a quick note. So you remember in 2024, and we're kind of starting it, rolling it out right now. Instead of a daily show, we're going to Monday, Wednesday, Friday, You can always watch us at 4.14 p.m. Central. And we are still on the Blessed News Network. I love them over there. Jake Lang is doing such a wonderful job. So you can always catch our show over there. And, of course, all of the streaming uh, devices, all the streaming places, Clout Hub, Rumble, and all of those other great places. All right. Let's bring the ladies back on in. I cut you off right before the break, Chris. What were you
2: saying?
1: I was saying katie can't pick a favorite character she's got five thousand of them <laughs>
2: you, seriously so, so it is cr- but you know what i am so impressed with you having a show every day like that's a job every day yeah i've been that's doing a job every day yeah and it's you're so job. bright and friendly and i mean that is a that's a whole and nother funny. thing too <laughs> 30. So bravo to you, Tanya. Yeah, thank you.
0: Uh, but you know, my main thing is like, I want to be on a stage or I want to be in a studio creating. Like that's, so, you know, and I don't know if you guys know this. I'll I'll, I'll show I'll show for my, my viewers know, this is my character, okay? This is called Coffee Talk with Esther. So ah. thank you very much. We're going to talk about the Bible and it may get a little intense and a little verklempt. And if you get verklempt, just, oh my God, don't worry about it. We'll be wow. right back. His glasses on, Katie. You
1: got a pair of glasses,
2: Esther. Put your hand? glasses. Let's oh, do a little coffee talk. Yeah, of course I do. You know, my mother's name was Esther. You're oh. kidding me. I am not even kidding you. My mother's name was Esther. My, oh my mother, God. Esther Masha. <gasps> Esther, Esther Masha. You know what? I did. I had a mother too, but she never
1: said she was my mother. She says, "Oh, well, she's not mine. I, she couldn't be. Look at her."
0: Oh. <laughs> what was her name? Was it Maud? What was her name?
1: Her mother was Lucy.
0: Oh,
2: Lucy! Lucy, Lucy. that Lucy. is that does not sound Jewish. No, <laughs> but that's all right. It's a great name. All right, that's okay.
0: That's a, all right. That's fine. So, that, you know? so that's my. That was a fun character that I created a year ago.
2: That's adorable.
0: And I started doing lives, and it took off. And so I was like. Either I thought I'm going to get canceled because I was literally reading the Bible that way. That's all I was doing was giving a Bible the word, word of God does not return void. That's right. But I thought people are going to think I'm a heretic or something, you know, I'm in this character. And what? then now I go out and people are like, um, what's your real voice? <laughs> Do people yes. say that if they know you and they know, all? probably not
2: because you have so many. <laughs>
1: You know you have to leave your comfort zone. You have to go and do it
2: character. It's like you know change it up. Do- the thing is most people never knew what we looked like in the
0: well that's the true. First place. Yeah.
2: We're so, not uh, we weren't on-camera people like you where someone would associate yeah. a voice with a face.
0: Okay, so Chris, let's talk about Barbie.
1: because I love this because Go take a nap or something. She's probably no, no, go. I love
2: your story. She's the best storyteller in the whole world.
1: We've known each other so long, she's gonna go, Let me finish the story, which I
2: love. I love that so much. That's
0: like seriously so cool. But explain how you got Barbie and what that means because people might be like, What do you mean you were Barbie? Like, explain what all that means as well.
1: Um, let's see. Back, uh, it was 1994. And uh, Barbie really never had an established voice. She just, she had a couple little, like a little video or a little something, you know, back when, but she never had an ongoing established voice. And and Mattel was looking for a voice for her. So none of the dolls, you know, really talking, her toys weren't talking. And so it was 94. Um, and I, I say this is the most unusual job I've ever been booked on because it came, so differently than all my other work. I think when God wants you to do something, you're gonna do it. And the reason I say that is because it was during the 1994 earthquake in Northridge up here. I live in Northridge, California, and there was a 1994 earthquake. And uh, I had an audition the following day for this doll. I didn't even know what the doll was. It was just another audition. I had been doing a whole series of toys, And I was on this toy run. and uh, It was a
2: huge earthquake. It wasn't a small earthquake. Like buildings crumbled, people trapped, things It was the earthquake where the the, um, highway collapsed
0: on itself, yeah. Yeah. So, um, earthquake
1: earthquake happens. And I have – my my daughter was like maybe – she was just a baby, you know. She was just a little baby and maybe even close to one. And my husband and I are – sherman oaks and uh everything's falling off the shelves it's an earthquake and um in my brain i said oh i can't go to my audition tomorrow (laughs) my husband and i are just um we're we're two funny people together he he's very supportive of what i do and i thought to myself okay fine mattel's in el segundo which is maybe an hour away from me so they weren't in the biggest part of it you know they understood so I called on my phone and says, look, can't come. Um, this is, you know, I'm not going to be able to make this audition. I don't know wh- how I had the you know, the guts to do that. But um, the director on the phone, Jacques Dulong said, okay, look, I know this is bad. Just, why don't you just do a little audition on the phone? And we'll, we'll know if you're kind of like right for this part. And I thought, this is okay. I'll just audition on the phone. Like I can sit on my bedroom floor, and um, I'm going to do this quickly and then go back to the earthquake. So he says, "Um, well, just say this line, and and we're going to know, and and then just, God bless you, deal with everything that's going on. So I went, okay, what do you want me to say, sir? And he said, just say, um, hi, this is Barbie. Welcome to McDonald's. And I went, okay, I went, he just said, Barbie, welcome, Barbie. And I went, oh, what? Okay. Hi, this is Barbie. Welcome to McDonald's. And I went, I think I just auditioned for Barbie. And he, he didn't say anything. He just was really quiet. And um, he said, Chris, I know this is kind of impossible, but is there a way you could come down tomorrow? We're under the gun to do this project. And I went, oh, I don't know. Like, he liked what I did. Uh honey, I got to go to Mattel tomorrow. My, and my husband, sweetest as can be, says, go, I'll take care of things. And I went, okay. I put on my baseball cap, couldn't shower, just put on my cap because there was no really running water. Got in my car, dri- drove to Mattel. I'm thinking, this is crazy. What am I doing? I got out of my car, got into the uh, lobby. This is This is early 90s. And in the lobby, there is this gigantic Barbie statue. When you walk in the front door, get him, giant Barbie standing there in that striped bathing suit. You know that old
0: yes, the ninth, the original.
1: And I looked at him and I went, "Huh." Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, "I, I'm not even looking like Barbie. I look like a Chris in a baseball cap, and I'm gonna audition for Barbie." <laughs> for some reason, that mattered to me. I wanted to look cute, you know. So they says, "Well, um, let's take you back to the studio." And I went. Okay. <laughs> so I'm walking back to the studio. I'm, they said, do not look at any of the cubicles of any of the other toys being made. Do not look around because that's big business. You don't, you, you know, you don't wanna see no. what toy makers yeah. are doing that you don't. So I just didn't look at anything and I went back to the studio and I sat on my stool with my little baseball cap on and there was like seven, eight people sitting behind the glass in suits and dresses and really nice. And I thought to myself, okay. And the director says, Chris, just do what you did on the phone. And so I sat on my stool and went, okay. What did I do? I don't know. It was in an earthquake. Hi, it's me, Barbie. You look cool. And nobody said anything. They just went like this. Whispered. I went, I just, I was bad. I was bad. Thank you. I'm going to go home now. I just felt, you know, and it's like. I, I'm sorry to drag this out, but this was the moment the director reached in front of the talkback button on the thing, and like in slow motion, he goes, hi, Barbie, ready to start work tomorrow? I went, wow. Uh, yeah. And I, it was like, God didn't even stop, uh, stop my audition in an earthquake. And you know, it's like, I knew in my heart I'm supposed to do this. This is my, this is what I'm going to do. All these little girls... I'm a believer. Whatever she is, I'm bringing Jesus to the doll. <laughs> wow. Hundreds and hundreds of toys of talking cell phones and, and computer games and, and teacher Barbie and astronaut Barbie and Barbie, 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 Barbie. Months went by and I, every time I went to the studio and I was Barbie. And little girls would knock on my front door and they would say, can you be Barbie? And I'd be in my bathroom going, oh gosh, okay. <laughs> It still makes me cry that it was just so amazing. And I'm so grateful that I had that journey. You know, time has passed and there are many Barbies after me, but that was my.
0: But you were the first. You know, first and first. I, and I
1: can't even say it was the exact first because I'm sure there was a, a, something here or something there. But that was when they decided that was going to be your voice. And I thought, I thought wow, so grateful, cool.
0: you know. And okay. you got to work with them for a decade, 14 years, how long? Wow. Just about 10
1: years. Wow. It was crazy because uh there were so many different things going on at the time where um I, I look back and I think, wow, oh, there's projects where where she would talk and um there was one doll that had to say thousands and thousands of names because when they played with her, they wanted Barbie to say say the their charm. name. So if you picked it up, she'd say, hi, Linda, it's me, Barbie. Want to play today? And it's like, so we recorded every American name. We went through baby books. We went through Spanish names. Wow. We Portuguese <laughs> names. We went through name and name and name and name. Months go by, and I'm going, Cindy, Linda, how are you? <laughs> And it was like name after name. And I had this linguist come in and he would sit next to me so he would say these foreign names and I would repeat what he'd say. And they'd look at me and I would just be kind of going like this after a while because it was a lot. So many. But that's where her mouth would open and close when she talked. The actual mouth would drop open and talk. And she would say their name. It was the coolest thing ever. But I think it was Christmas and her mouth started getting stuck and people were complaining <laughs> Not her mouth. It was Linda. Ah, I would say it's a, you it wouldn't know.
3: Yeah. Oh Grace, my uh,
1: gosh. Her computer games were probably groundbreaking because little girls had, they didn't have computer games. Right. They were all, you know, boys. So they came up with fashion designer, which was a yeah. baby of babies where you design her clothes on the computer, she models them, and then you're able to print out her clothes. Uh-huh. And your doll could walk around in your fashion. It was groundbreaking. And yeah. um, they couldn't stop the sales of this thing because it was finally a girl computer game and it was Barbie. And they um, it went into the National Video Game Hall of Fame this year. Wow. Um, it's like It was cool. You know, and that's just me. I'm sure there could have been other girls who did a voice, but I just feel grateful in my heart that yeah. uh, I was selected to do that. And wow. I, see my- I remember I got some Barbies on the shelf, some of the, my favorite ones and people come over and they go, what's Barbie on your shelf for? And I go,
0: <laughs> and then do you start talking to him? Hi, I'm Barbie.
1: <laughs> my daughter was little and she was five years old and said, she goes, um, Mom, this is she's 30 now. She said, Mom, people are saying you're Barbie. You're not Barbie because Barbie's Barbie. What? <laughs> I had to tell her, honey, this is like saying there's no Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. My
0: mom is Barbie. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's wild. Anyway. Wow. Okay, so now, Katie, we get to to, to tell uh, ask you who or what has been your favorite character you've done or created
2: well it's so funny because i'm listening to i love i never get tired of hearing your story chris no it's so so awesome but it's it's really similar to mine when she says if god wants you to do something you know how in the beginning of her story she said i can't come in because there's this earthquake right well after i became a you know a serious believer, practicing Christian, I was in voice over already, but I wanted to do something faith, but I wanted to do something to glorify God, I was working, especially because there was a lot, I got a lot of flack, at least at the time, I was working on a cartoon called Dungeons and Dragons that the whole church thought was going to send us all. I don't know, it was bad. And <laughs> you know, and I, I didn't even think I wanted to do voiceovers. i was like, God, you know, praying I could do something. And I happened to be far away from home, listening to Christian Radio, which in your're on the radio, you have a very powerful mission there. Yeah. And I heard of the of family portraits that Focus had done prior to Odyssey, Focus on the family. And I recognized the actors. I thought, oh, they're using professional Hollywood actors. I, I want to do this. And I was in Pomona. Arcadia. I was in Arcadia. They were in Arcadia at the time, and I looked in the phone book, found them, drove over there, gave them my reel to reel demo, <laughs> and um, I I said, you know, I want to. I'd love to do voice work. If I see you use voice actors, and so I did a little bit of work for them. Like I said, I didn't. I I actually did a family portrait. So I forgot about it. But then they said, you know, we're we're changing the show. We're gonna do something else. Uh, but, um, and then they, but we're writing a part for you. We're going to be in the, whatever we do, we have this project and we have this part for you. So the next year, so it's January of the next year. Now not hear from, um, time keeps going by. In the meantime, I'm with child and I'm like, oh, okay, when are we going to do this? When are we going to do this? August, when are we going to do this? Finally call me in October of 87, and they wow. and they said, um, so uh, can you come in, and we, we're, we're just going to start recording, and I said, I just had a baby, he's six <laughs> days old, I'm sorry, you're going to have to get somebody else, because they were like an hour's drive away, kind of like as Chris, uh, the same drive to El Segundo, we had out to um, Pomona at the time, because they had moved. And, and Steve Harris, who was a producer, he said, Oh, okay. Um, and hung up and I thought that was it. I gave away, you know, this, what I really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And six weeks later, the phone rings again. Um, can you come now? (laughs) (laughs) I said, what? And they just waited for me. They said, you know, I guess that's the standard back then. Six weeks, you should be able to do anything after you have, after a, baby. have
0: a baby. Yeah, of course.
2: Uh, which wow. is not true. But anyway, my husband at the time, who was very supportive, I, I said, well, because uh, you know, you're nursing and stuff and it's yeah. far away. And I said, can I bring my baby? And he goes, oh, I could just, he, uh, he didn't make that sound, but he says, well, this is focus on the family. Okay, yeah, sure. So I go out there with him in the car seat, and that was our first recording session, and that was playing Connie Kendall and Adventures in Odyssey, and which I've been doing as long as Chris has been on the show, 36 years, although we didn't meet each other for a few years really after uh, the recording started. And, you know, it's not a different voice. It's pretty much my voice. But I did help create the character, and it's so much a part of me. I mean, our Odyssey family, it's like we have parallel universes at this point. You know, i one foot in Odyssey and one foot in, you know, real life. Um, yeah. Because it's so real, and it's so real to so many people, and it means so much to so many people. And God so answered my prayer. And just like Chris saying, you know— it, Somebody else could have been Barbie. Somebody else could have been Connie. But I'm the only one in the whole universe that's gotten to be her thus far. And I'm so thankful. Nobody.
0: Nobody. (laughs) It was, you know, and it is
2: just so amazing, right? It's just, it's so cool to
0: see and hear your stories and to think, because it's rare in any career, you know, I mean, film, TV, any, any career singing corporate America to be able to have a role or a job or a part that lasts, you know, a decade. That's, that's, I mean, that's a big deal, but three decades. I mean, what y'all have been able to do is just, that to me is such an awesome piece of the story that you've gotten to create these characters Bringing hope, bringing encouragement, bring, and it's it's life stuff. It's not like you're out there preaching. Here's what the Bible says in John three. It's it's just for the kids. I mean, my kids listened to Adventures in Odyssey, you know, when they were little, and I remember even when it started. Like I, I well, I'm not going to say my age, but I remember when it started, you know, and um, and it's just what a cool story. And I love the fact, you know, when I came out right and I got to meet you guys, I didn't know what to expect at all whatsoever. I didn't know I was going to meet other Christians. I mean, here we were like sitting in lunch and like having Bible study that blew me away. I, I did not expect that. And to see other people that are creating content that are Christ followers
2: and these, you both are such strong, awesome women. Oh, people think there are no Christians in California for some (laughs) reason. I, you know, they're, they're always afraid. I get, I get emails from people. My daughter wants to be an actress and I'm like, should she go to Hollywood? I'm like, dude, If your son or daughter wanted to be a plumber, would you say, well, now you can only work for a Christian plumbing company? Exactly. You know, I mean, if that's your calling to be an actor, wherever we are, we're called to be salt and light. It doesn't matter what our job is. It's who we're with and how we deal with them. And Chris, I mean, I say parallel universes. She's got even more of an intersection because she calls kids like every week or every month as Chris from odyssey who need a word of encouragement or people that yeah. she has this other side of what she does besides announce the show which is hard enough to you know she but she because her heart is so good because she is who she is and you know to be able to be uh, you know, our authentic selves, like you said, in a way, even though we're playing a, you always have to bring your authentic self, no matter who you're playing, anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, so th- that is, you know, it, it's just uh, amazing. And next summer, we'll be in Colorado Springs, Lord willing, for our thousandth episode celebration. Thousand episodes. There's going to be a big whoop de doo in Colorado Springs. <laughs> and that's how we first met it was our fifth year I mean we might have met in passing but uh, they had a fifth year celebration and we went to Colorado Springs and they had Chris and I became they put us in the same hotel room that's how we really got to know each other because uh, I didn't know her because she doesn't she didn't normally wasn't a part of the cast she does her wraparounds separately mm-hmm. so we wouldn't be scheduled at the same time and I didn't. I didn't really know her. So that I, that is my, my. I'm so thankful to have that legacy because I think that is a legacy. Oh, a hundred percent, it is. But <laughs> the character. When I got to be Baby Rolf on the Muppet Babies, <laughs> that was the best.
1: <laughs> Working know. with
2: Jim Henson. <laughs>
1: If I could be another voice actress, I would want to be her. Katie,
0: I want to be both of you. Could I just be both? I'll take a little bit of both of you. I
1: just want Chris's wardrobe. (laughs) Ah, yes. i got to say, the thing about Adventures in Odyssey is so, Katie will say too, it's not one person, it's all of the people. The Foley that do all the sound effects. The incredible writers that write from the deepest places of their hearts the producing the directors it is such a team of people it's a holy spirit
2: too because you go in and you read something and you go was somebody following me with a camera like why as i need this lesson like pulse of
1: what's reality for kids that are facing and you know when i call people i they tell me katie knows too she hears it they tell you stories about how it affects their lives, how it changes their lives. I talk to old and young, and I, I tell the story of this one truck driver I made a phone call to because they don't tell me the ages sometimes. So it was Bill. I called this truck driver Bill. And he um he says, I listen to Adventures in Odyssey when I'm on my truck route. You know, one of these big 18-wheeler trucks? Oh he says, oh, I just listen to it on my route from town to town. And I go, what? He says, yeah, I listen to Adventures in Odyssey. You're like my family. And I went, he says, I, he goes, one time I, I was t-
2: telling my wife, I said, you know, I'm taking my odyssey on the road. I went, oh my gosh. You I know, said, no. you, you think that because it's a Christian show that it's, our audience is all these yeah, it's, perfect it's no, Christian families. But there are a lot of kids out there that I've met who grew up who didn't have ideal childhoods. And yeah. and we were their friends. Yeah. yeah it's
1: like... um. I, we're, wow. we're so fortunate i so blessed to be on it it's like god the reason we're there, there for 36 years or 37 i don't even know how many it's because god decides if he yeah. wants to close the door it closes but we're riding his wave yeah we're all on it and the team
2: of adventure howabunga like, dude <laughs> oh
1: towns and coleman love him.
2: um did you see this by the way adam brought it to me from thailand my oldest son lives in thailand it's a totally spies sweatshirt he was so i played this one
0: out.
2: an
1: odyssey is just there because god decides it's there that's all there is to it sorry i I didn't
2: i didn't want to take away any glory to god for that
1: he's gonna take your sweatshirt no
0: yeah
2: oh you guys are awesome wow
0: so as we you guys i mean i like, honestly, I was just like, after I met you guys, I just was like, I just want to be their friend. That's that was how I left. I'm like, how do I move here? I want to just be their friend and hang out. You both are just seriously so awesome. What we would you hope both- you
2: do more voiceover work? You I will. Do you will,
0: too. I mean, now that I got the bug, I came back and I created a reel. I did. I created a reel Good and I cre- I created my own little voices. I looked up scripts. Little, you know, ten seconds, whatever, and I sent it to our friend John, and I said, "Can you just give me some feedback? Is this like stupid or is this good?" He goes, "That's fantastic," and he cut it down shorter. Okay, I'll cut it down because I've learned, you know, God prepares everything. That's why I have all of this. Is my favorite verse Esther four fourteen. Perhaps you were prepared for such a time as this. All of this show stuff that I did not have any idea how to do. I've had to learn how to edit because I don't have a team. So I know how to edit. I can, I know how to record. I know how to do all these things. So, okay. Well, now I know. Okay. I'll edit it down and see, you know, and it's, it's a whole exciting thing where it's exciting days. What would both of you like to leave the audience with some final words?
2: I wrote a book. Oh, this is my book. You saw Didn't you see it at the studio? Oh yes. Maybe I did. It's the big book it? of codependency and it's for people with short attention spans like me. There's not a lot of heavy reading, but there's some great great book. Great illustrations. That's on Amazon and I just approved hopefully I'm going to try to get it in bookstores and I'll have some with me when I'm in Holland, Michigan on the 28th at the Focus oh, on I the Family that. Family Central Bookstore. Um, yeah, so that's kind of exciting because we're our creative want to do different things. So I guess I could leave people with if God puts an idea and you want to do it, just do it. I love it. And where can people find you? Home most of the time I'm in his booth
0: but oh, your your website your website Oh, yeah, katielee.com.
2: Yes, Katie it's Lee. spelled the usual way just like it says here on my, under my picture. katielee.com. Yes. So for those of you that are listening, that's k a t
0: i e l e i g h.com. Right. And and we I also have a
2: show called the, t- the tell you later show. And that's hysterical. Yeah, I love your. I've, I've, well, I've as loved- Chris, if you can hear Chris sometimes announce it saying at the corner, at the crossroads of historical and hysterical. Uh, but uh, we're pretty goofy. I started it with Will Ryan, who played Eugene on Adventures in Odyssey. We lost him a few years ago, like nine months after we started the show. Um, and I wrote a book with him too, Adventures in Oddity. But that's. Have to say he wrote most of it because he's prolific was prolific. But anyway, the tell you later show they can see on YouTube or on Patreon. It's Patreon supported show with lots of bonus content, awesome. entire shows, no commercials, and cooking. Because the crew of one likes to film me cooking. So if you would like to see what it's like working in my kitchen where I have no oven or stove, it's pretty fun. <laughs> I love it. And how about you, Chris?
1: Well, you know, I've been, you know, like you, I've been in this business for 40 years and my takeaway from it is I've I've done a lot of work. I've been grateful for everything I've ever done and hopefully there'll be more. But I realized at this point in my life, the career, the job's all really important. But for me, the important part is the people that I've met along the way. And I find that um, my relationships, um, just connecting with people, I think voiceover is great. But it was my road in with people. And yeah. I, at this point in my life, and I say this not to be, I I think if I kick the bucket tomorrow, I I don't I don't care if that I'm the greatest voiceover actress in the world. I don't really care about that. I, I hope people remember that I, I I was kind and I was uh, caring, and I was a good friend to people. And I'm not saying that to be, I'm so great. I'm just saying that's my heart, and that's why I think if you're on this journey in voiceover, if you're if you're gonna be a plumber, if you're gonna be anything, be kind. Because yeah. that's what people connect to. That's what people remember. When you go into a studio and you work, don't be all about you. Connect mm-hmm. with people, sure. find about them everybody's like a good book they're like stories of ups and downs in life and you can read their life and go wow and learn stuff and connect with people and i'm just saying all this because this is where i'm at in my life and in my career so i could give you advice on how to maybe pursue voice acting it'll be probably okay but um, that this is where I'm at. and this is where I I feel like if you want to reach me, I'm like I'm on Facebook, you can message me. <laughs> I always read my messages or I'm on Instagram. you can always reach me some way. And um, I, I like to I like to connect with people. so,
2: Chris is the best listener. She's so good at, you know, and, and even me, you know, I, I love all the stuff I do. But honestly, after a while, you forget. You don't remember. I mean, when you see people on panels and they p- people ask questions about your characters, you're like, did I do that? Mm-hmm. But wait, we do remember the best part. I didn't care if I had one line or, you know, tw- too many is like, keep your lines i just want to be here with my friends and have fun and play and i love watching everybody else work that's the fun part you know and getting and have have been great friends everybody has an amazing story everybody does if you talk to them we're all good books if you just open up the pages absolutely
1: Uh, it was no accident that we were all together on that particular job. I really feel like God orchestrated that one. I think the people involved, they were great people. And I think, just look at, look at how our lives just all of a sudden just connected. Here we are. I know. On your show, the Tanya Joy show. And it's like, I, what better place to be with my, one of my BFFs with you? It's like, how much better can it get? I know there's chocolate chip cookies in my kitchen. That oh, <laughs>
2: But for now, I'm a pretty happy Oh, that reminds me. I forgot to give you something on Sunday for your kitchen. We forgot to take it to church. Darn it. Oh,
0: heck. Okay. You guys
2: are so cute. You guys are awesome.
0: Okay. You both hang tight. We're going to wrap up this show. Thank you both so much for being Thank here. Thank you,
2: Miss Tanya.
0: I just, I love it. It's such a joy. I'm just so grateful. So hang tight. We're going to wrap up the show y'all thank you so much for joining um you know you all know that those of you that watch this show you know that my my love is entertaining and doing fun things and creating that's just where my heart is so this is these are my my favorite shows to do when i get to have fellow artists and creatives on the show thank you for joining i've put up the qr code just as a reminder if you um want to scan that from your phone, whatever you're watching, that'll take you to where you can find all of the links to find out about the show and the different things that we are doing here and the things that are coming up. And as you know, I like to end every show, this is a new thing, with a scripture. So today's show is 1 Corinthians 10 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God, and I just, you know, that's what that's what the girl said at the end there, and I think that that's just really fitting. Um, to whatever you're called to do it to the glory of God, as always. Thank you so much for watching. You can find out more about me or the show at my website, tanyajoy.tv. It looks like Tanya Joy with an I. Um, and as always. Thank you for watching, and please share The Tanya Joy Show. God bless you all. Merry Christmas, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Beauty for Ashes with Tanya Joy. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you've enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind, Be blessed and remember you were created for such a time as this.